Let's do it. Welcome, 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 welcome to the RIP 28 Podcast. This is the RIP 28 Podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Now, some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them on the RIP 28 Podcast. I am the host who has been voted on by 11 out of 14 members of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated as the world's greatest podcast. I am Sly Williams, joined by a few of my good friends. The president is taking the night off, but we got your favorite coach's favorite coach. What's going on, L- LBZ? What it do is your boy, BZ the GOAT, man. I'm here with my family as always, ready to get into it. Let's get it. Glad to have you here, BZ. Uh-oh, and we bringing it back, bringing it back. Getting prepared for Geo. Getting prepared for Geo. She got the North Carolina AT shirt on as we speak. One <laughs> of my top 36 favorite Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority members in the world. The one and only Cheddar Green. How you doing, Cheddar? Hey y'all, what's up? Hey. Well, hey y'all, what's up? I expected like a, a little bit more. Chill. Out of the intro, I just say a little bit more. Hey, y'all, what's up? I mean, God, dog. Very, very happy to be here. Thanks for letting me come back. Thanks for the invite. I am excited. It is homecoming season, Aggie Pride. And uh, Mm -hmm. happy homecoming, everyone. Hope your homecoming hugs are as warm and familiar as you remember. Yeah, them homecoming (laughs) hugs, boy, I tell you, boy, hey. It was a mm. nice special. Was, what's that? That what they say? That that sneaky link from homecoming. <laughs> I know it, it happens. Them hugs get better when the ones that you, you know, you let get away and you hug. That's when you got a whisper in the ear, slide. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so whisper you know, in the ear, girl. I done advanced from that twin size bed we used to know about back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> I done learned the little tricks. Let's, let's go and get the hey, Talk to hey. me a little bit later on when you leave your girlfriends. Hey. Yeah. You, know, you, you, you know how Home it goes. I don't know how it goes. I just, you know, I just heard. That's what I heard. Oh, okay. Yeah. You sure? That's you sounded quite, you no, sounded quite clear that. about what was going yeah, on. That was long, 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 long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. Yeah, you heard about that a long time ago from some other people. From other people, exactly. Exactly. Some other people, man. I, we don't know about that stuff, man. We, we don't know nothing about that. Nothing about it, man. But you know what, though, man? Since we're talking about homecoming, man, we might as well jump in and talk about homecoming, man. You know, um, Cherie, you know, proud North Carolina A&T graduate. Uh, me and Brian and I, we went to PWIs. We ain't, we ain't go to the, the HBCU. So our homecoming is a little oh, bit different. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it a little bit different from your homecoming, man. But uh, man. 
But but what is it though, man? And and you know, full disclosure, I went to uh, Savannah State. I had to call Savannah State yesterday, and I went to their homecoming. And it man, it was wild. It was wild, man. They was jam packed. Had the little concert after the uh, the game. Even the game, you know, had it was the stadium was like five six full. They almost had a complete sellout, man. And that don't normally happen, man. What is it about the black homecoming experience that make it so great, man? Well, it's just in the name itself. You know, you're coming back home. Um, some people may not have ever left. Some people took a long time to graduate. <laughs> um, but you are coming back home. You know, they create that environment, all that culture. Um, that's, it's just, it it's all familiar and it's a mix of old, like there's still old buildings there that were old when you were there and still old and they're still using those same buildings, but then they also <laughs> have the new, the new buildings, the new, uh, the new dorms, the new gym, a new student center. Like there's so much to, to take in and they're just happy to have you back. I mean, you can go hang out at a black college homecoming, you can go participate in activities with the students. Some people do, they show up early. That's how it was when I was in school, but, but there's still events that are open to the public. It's really a community thing. And black college homecomings also like, you don't have to go, you don't have to be a graduate of, of that school to attend and have a good time. Cause it's all love. You get, all the food you can, all the food, all the drinks that you can stand, um, and probably some other things if that's what you're into. Uh, <laughs> everybody is sharing because sharing is caring. So it's just that's the whole experience. That's the whole vibe. It's just Listen. all love. Listen, like Sly said, we didn't get that experience flying out, mm -hmm. but I surely did enjoy South going to South Carolina State homecomings, some of the other uh, HBCUs that I was able to attend Benedict. I'm telling you, it's like you said, it's just a different vibe, man. You could tell when you see the grill smoke, you know you have arrived. <laughs> grill smoking some, like Cheddar said, some of the other smells you may, you may smell that go along with uh, homecoming and cooking out and stuff, man. But it's just a good vibe, man, being around your people, you know, being able to relate to uh, what they're talking about and the things that's going on. And like you said, the events, man, you know, I won't speak on some of the events that uh, I was able to participate in at South Carolina State and Benedict because I have kids watching. But, you know, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. That was long, 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 long time ago. Long you time know what I'm ago. saying? It's just a vibe you can't explain, man. You have to be there to kind of take it in and really get it and be able to explain it. But, you know, I think one thing I think that's always been my major gripe, my concern with um hbcu homecomings is you know i'm an athlete so you know for me it's always been about the football always been about the football but it seems like a lot of hbcu homecomings is more people in the parking lot than it actually is the stadium and that always bothered me it's like yo man i understand you know getting back with each other you know linking up with each other but man, the game is the, the reason you there, man. You need to go and support your team, be out there in the crowd for your team. And so I don't know how it is. I, I've never been to Jiho. I've never been to Jiho, but um 
Well, let me be the first to invite you and welcome you whenever you decide to join us at the greatest homecoming on earth. Um, yeah, the, the game is always sold out for uh, AT's homecoming. Uh, it's about football. It's about the band. It's about the experience of being, um, to be, of being back in that stadium with all of those people. Uh, so it's the whole experience. You got the alumni band, you have the alumni cheerleaders. I mean, it's again, everybody is just coming together. You, you're hanging out at, at the game. You're doing the game thing. You have people that are tailgating. You have people that are tailgating in the stadium. You have people that are tailgating in various parts across campus. Uh, so that's been my experience at A&T where the game is always sold out. But look, Sly, you talking about, you know, being in the stadium. A lot of people don't, you know, when they come back, they're not really into the game anymore. Yeah. They just really there for the vibe and the, and the experience and, you know, seeing as many people as they can, seeing as they've come from out of town. But I'm with you, being an ex-athlete, former athlete, I, I still, I want, I, I want the best of both worlds. I want to be in the stadium while they're playing, but afterwards and before, I'm definitely getting my tailgate on now. So yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I want to be able to do both. You know, in the chat, in the chat, uh, Shyla just said, gee, hold it. That game sold out the first few days. And when we referring to G-Ho, uh, we're not talking about a particularly young young woman or anything. G-Ho stands <laughs> for greatest homecoming, homecoming on earth. On earth. The, That's what The greatest homecoming okay. on earth. Okay, well, the greatest homecoming on earth. That's what they call oh. uh, North Carolina A&T's homecoming. And uh, let's see what else we got. Who we got out there? We see Mikey. We see Matt out there watching. Uh, who else? Sunshine LG. We see you. We see you. Um, uh, Michelle. Michelle just said uh, she was at, let me pull that back up. Michelle, Benedict, Benedict homecoming was a good vibe this weekend. Definitely reminded me of my homeschool. She a proud uh, rattler down there in Tallahassee. And I and I replied, you know, because I saw the overview of the parking lot and they somebody put a drone up there and took a picture of the parking lot, the parking area, and it was it was jam-packed. It was jam-packed, yeah. man. They had campers, all that out there. But my question was, what about the inside of the stadium? She said the stadium was packed. She said the stadium was packed. So, you know, hey, I, I guess it was. I guess it was packed, man. I, I heard a lot of people that was waiting on Benedict homecoming. I don't know if they attended the game or just the festivities, but a lot of people were very excited for Benedict's homecoming, which it was good because anytime you can have that growth, you know, slide when we came up, Benedict was, you know, nothing <laughs> like it is now. So, you know, it was break on, break a leg. Benedict. Benedict. But um, yeah. now it's good to see that growth, man, not just Benedict, but all the HBCUs in and around the surrounding areas, man. Shout out to Allen University, too, that's coming up with their new stadium and stuff. So hopefully we'll get to talk and have reviews on Allen's homecoming in the near future. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Probably, yeah. probably do a live broadcast, man. We'll do a live broadcast from one of these homecomings, Let's do it. man. Yeah, no, but you know, I got we'll have Chet out there with a uh, with a Keeney on, mm -hmm. getting it, showing off some skin it. for the people. Show the skin for my friends. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, another thing about homecoming was gonna say my parents are graduates of Benedict College, so I grew up 
basically going to Benedict's homecoming. And that's when the homecoming was during basketball season. That, that, that's like real throwback for you. Like that's, that's when, that's how I grew up experiencing a black college homecoming. So whatever it is, if they have a football team, if they don't, if they only tailgate, like whatever it is, if you can go have that experience, wherever it is, I say go. But also um, the invitation is always open for everyone to come and experience the greatest homecoming on earth at North Carolina A&T State University. I invite you. I'm typically tailgating. So let me know. Hit me up. Come get a plate. Yeah, I hate that. I'm a miss. Uh, I, I want to. Uh... Oh, I didn't know Michelle said her dad played basketball for BC. I had no idea. No idea. Shout out, Miss Brown. We see you out there. Stacy. Hey, hey mama. We see hey, mama. I love you, girl. We see you out there. But yeah, man, homecoming, homecoming, you know, great experience, man. Great experience for the people. And and, and that's always been one of my regrets, you know, of not going to HBCU because, you know, I didn't get the experience that as a football player. But then once again, is you know, it comes to that fan support. And, and I don't know, it, it, it's just so different, man. And one thing about what I notice about HBCUs compared to PWIs when it comes to fan support, um, when you look in the crowd, you see more Greek paraphernalia than you do actually mm -hmm. school colors, especially from the students. Now the older that when the alumni watch the game, the alumni usually have on their, you know, school colors. But from the students, you see mostly Greek paraphernalia rather than you do school colors. But at PWIs, is it's nothing but the school colors, no matter what Greek organization organization you pledge. I always find that that interesting. What you wear when you go to GHO now that now that you are you 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 in the older group, Sheree, what you wear? <laughs> So I wear a mix of both. Um, I and I support my fellow Aggies that um, have businesses and um, provide apparel. Try to support them where possible. Uh, so I will wear AT um, gear, or I will wear my sorority colors. But they also have it now where your sorority colors can also be. You know, I can have an Aggie dog in pink or green. So. You know, or I can have a pink and green a and shirt. So if I feel led that day that I really want to be in pink and green, then I'm going to be in pink and green, but I'll still represent a and uh, So, but for the most part, I rock a and paraphernalia during homecoming. Okay, yeah, we could try to get some people in the comments, man. Try to figure out, you know, make sure you leave a comment. For all those watching, you know, we're all live right now on Facebook, but Make sure you check us out. Catch the whole broadcast. Man, Brian, where can they catch us, man? Brian, where they want to find us and check us out, Brian, where can they catch us, man? Man, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Podbean, Podbay, Apple iTunes, anywhere you can stream a podcast, you can find the world's greatest. And we ain't talking R. Kelly. We're talking about the Real 28 <laughs> podcast. Ain't nobody you know, going to pee on you. Ain't nobody going to pee on you over here. Nobody, nobody's <laughs> urinating on you over here. We keep it classy. That's why we brought Cheddar on today. Shout out to Natalie. Aggie herself. We see Natalie. We see your friend. We see you out Hold there. Natalie. Natalie, it's almost all Thanksgiving. You making that macaroni this year? Uh-oh. Natalie. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta make that mac. 
It's almost that time. Okay, okay. Yeah, Charlotte says she's not Greek, but when she go to G-Ho, she wear A&T stuff because she used to work there and live in, in uh, <laughs> live in G-Burn. She said, this year I'll be I'll wear know. as well as possible. <laughs> uh, go on, show some skin. That's <laughs> right. Uh -oh. Come on, get that plate, girl. We'll put, we'll put, well, no, we'll, we'll put, we'll put something else in your cup. We, it won't be, it'll be non-alcoholic. Mm -mm. Charlotte, the preacher wife, she got, she can't be drinking no, none of that uh, <laughs> liquor out there in public. Now. She got Charlotte, sweet tea. I don't want to do that to you. Only, only wine she can drink is communion wine. <laughs> That's well, the this, Communion when wine. Y'all talking about a PWI when y'all have y'all's uh, homecoming or version of homecoming. Did you, did your black student <laughs> alumni, did y'all black student groups just do your own? I've seen more of that lately of from uh, PWIs where black students get together and do their own sort of reunion or homecoming situation. Do y'all, did y'all do that? Do y'all do that? Like, well well, at, at, at like? Easter, at, at EKU, it was kind of different for the Black students because we did not have uh, a real Black Greek life on our campus. You know, at EKU, when I went there, we probably had about, it was about 16,000 students. So it was a pretty big school. And it may have been 800, 900 Black people. May have been 800, <laughs> 900 Black people on wow. campus. But the, and then on campus, when I was there, we had two Zetas on campus. Uh, the one Delta graduated my freshman year. And that was that was Greek life. It was a little Puerto Rican who ran around and shouted <laughs> that he was a cute. Now, whenever we went to Kentucky State and saw real cues, he was never any way to be found. But <laughs> but so that was the, the extent of Black Greek life. But what we did, our Black Student Union our black student union was real, real tight. You know what I'm saying? And, and because our black student union was real tight, because it wasn't that many of us, we we hung, we hung real tight. And the homecomings that I went to, you know, we were always, the black people were always together <laughs> right there, you know, under the black student union tent. You know, we were always there together. And then playing football, you know, I would venture off and, and you know, hang with the football players. So, so it was it was different. It, it, it was a, it was a little bit different, and and I've never been to a USC homecoming. I have never been to a University of South Carolina homecoming, um, and just because I never felt like South Carolina was my school. That was just I went to finish, you know. But but anyway, so I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you at, at, at uh, South Carolina. So I don't know. I, I I don't know. But I just know from my experience at EKU. We all the black folk kind of all hung together. Yeah. What about you, North yeah. Greenville, man? You ever go Same back to that? Way, I, I go back. It's a lot different now. It's, they didn't got loose up there now. You know that's a um, that's a Christian school. Hmm. So we just played. Um, yes, I love you. <laughs> we didn't really have no homecoming. Oh. Our homecoming started off off campus, dog. Somebody that had a, an apartment, dog, we would have cookouts and stuff there. But as far as the traditional tailgate, we didn't do that. Mm, mm, yeah. Yeah, I just, I think it was different, man. I think, uh, you know, our PWI experience. Now, we had fun. Don't get me wrong. We had a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely had fun. We, we had a lot of for fun. Sure. But 
but like from what I can tell, you know, when I, you know, because I, I call I call game for for those of you who don't know out there, I do color commentary on you know, and I'm I'm on ESPN every weekend or maybe every other weekend calling games, and I call mostly HBCU games. Those are the games I call are mostly HBCU games, and well, while I'm at those games, man, you know, I see all the festivities and stuff going on, you know, from the press box. I see everything going on in the parking lot, and you know, and I go, hey. I'll take the camera. I'll take the camera with me as an excuse. So I can go and get me a plate, <laughs> you know, as long, <laughs> long as I got a cameraman and stuff and say, I'm going to have them on TV. I go and pick me up a plate from a couple of different, <laughs> a couple of different tailgating spots, man. And, but, but, you know, you, you see that camaraderie where you got everybody getting together, coming together, jumping from one tailgating spot to another, you know, and it's like, you know, that's, that's a pretty cool thing, but it, it, it's not like that at EKU. It's completely different. And then another thing, the concerts at HBCUs, you know, you have concerts for homecoming, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely don't have. Well, they might have it, and I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might not know they have the concert. Um, no, it's something for everybody, because you're going to have the step show, and then you're going to have the concert that's geared toward the students. And then you're going to have like a concert and some of the young alumni will likely go to that, to that concert. Um, That's typically like Friday night, you know, and then, um, or Saturday, but then Saturday night you have um, parties, a lot of parties that are happening and um, you, but then there's also uh, for probably the more golden or seasoned crowd, there is you know, nice little concert. Like for example, I believe we have Charlie Wilson coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> coming to AT, I'm coming. That's sold out. Um, so yeah, that's probably going to be like at a at a hotel banquet room, banquet style. So this is this is a different vibe. But look, those folks get clean. You hear me? They Yo, clean yeah. up for that. And then of course Sunday you have the gospel concert because you got to leave on a good night. Gotta leave the yeah, I gotta wash away all them sins. Wash away the all the sins from Saturday night. It's a lot. Yes, Friday, Saturday. In some cases for alumni, it starts Thursday night. Thursday so night, this will be yeah. my first time this year actually going up to AT on a Thursday night. I'm starting homecoming early this year. So make sure you go make sure you go to that gospel fest because you're gonna need it. Shout out Amen, to somebody. Shout out Amen, to Jeff. somebody. Jeff just jumped on, just jumped on, and then uh, check this out, man. You know we talk about we talk about homecoming and setting up for homecoming and doing big things. It's only fitting that the richest person we know chimed in on this. I'm talking about somebody who just got so much money. She's talking about mm-hmm. the Black Alumni Council hosted a tailgate for years at Clemson. DJ all the Greeks. It always get a good turn oh I, I don't know about that that's bad english from the richest person i know mm-hmm. you know it always get a good turnout but the university homecoming is a big deal lots of activities but now she, she the wrong person to kind of ask you know s.com is the wrong person to chime in on this because you know mm-hmm. she gets she gets she gets dropped off at the private airstrip on her pj they'll drop her off at the private airstrip <laughs> on her pj a private jet and then she gets the you know uber black to bring her in you know she get that that special tahoe to bring her in and you know she sits in that air-conditioned tent that you know that that big tent the big money tent 
that she party in and she don't really be around the commoners, you know, she be around that, that real money. She be around that real money. So her, her homecoming experience probably different. No, you know, a little bit different. There are rich. levels to the homecoming experience. That's for sure. That's for sure. So no doubt. S.com was rich. So she, she do it different than us, us regular folk, man. But you know, it, it's funny. You talk about all the party and everything that go on in the homecoming, the fun that you have but you know in the concerts the concerts always been one of the 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 selling point for me when it came to hbcu homecoming is it it's just the concerts i love checking them out man and i like how you said sheree you know a good promoter or whatever they'll have the different concerts for the different levels you know they might have you know like i don't know who who, who young out there the nba young boy for the kids in school and then the Charlie Wilson for the alumni, you know, so it's always a good Sheree for Sheree and her group. Yeah, Sheree. No, 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 no. No. Usher is my group. My group is Usher. Because Usher, I thought Usher came to AT Homecoming when I was like, it must have been freshman or sophomore year. So I'm gonna stick with Usher. You are Charlie Wilson type of gal. Yeah, y'all can. If somebody want to take me to the to the concert, I'll go with them. I, I I'll bring a dress. I will go and sit right there and get my plate at the and banquet. I sure can, will. They can't afford us. Ain't too many people can afford us right now. All that money he making out in Vegas. <laughs> that money he making in Vegas, boy. Us a price. Yesterday's price ain't today's price. I'm telling you that that 1998 price different. Any been a play the Super Bowl? Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. All right. First of all, say I met Cherie at Jiho, and all we did was pray for the people. That's it. You forget. I don't know y'all too since, right. since since middle and elementary school. So I, tell them. Tell I them. Know, we, I know we, a lot when I read it. We some, hey, we some lies, praying the, sisters, okay? The lies, Charlotte, and uh, Cheddar Tell. Mm -hmm. Hey, like, like we tell people that be lying about how good they were in sports. We went to school with you. We know you. We know so you can't lie to us. So, you know, uh, and see, look at that. Look at that, man. S.com constantly shows her wealth and her upper, her upper classness. You know, she's talking to uh in the comments. This is stuff going on in the comments for our listeners out there. She's talking to Michelle, talking about going to fam, going to uh uh fam's um homecoming. homecoming. And she's like, she's like uh Luckily, somebody big at the, you know, I ain't going to say it, but, you know, I get what well, she put it out there. Luckily, somebody big is the homie, so we got access even though it's sold out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? She, when you rich, man, you get access. Even though the thing sold out, they said it had been sold out for three weeks. She's so rich. She all, she got access, man, just like that. Sideline passes. Listen, in the in the booth. That's how it is. It's all about who you know. That's yeah. that's it. It's you have so you have I, people you went to school with still on campus that work there. That work, you know, like you can get a connect. You just gotta keep you gotta keep mm -hmm. your relationships. That's the importance of relationships. The girl that's is rich, that. Sheree. Rich no. people. She a part of she a part of that talented temp. You know what I'm saying? What she should have did. What it, what it should have said was, it's sold out for everybody, but. S dot commas mm -hmm. who got more commas than dots. More so, commas you know, than dots. That's for average people like me and you, Sly, not for Sean and her crew. 
I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. It's always a way in. Let me tell you. Nah, you know who it's else? Was, you know in. who else in there with Shauna? Who that? Nikki Bates. She in there with Shauna. She, she another one of them. She another one of them. I'm not going to say nothing, Nikki. I'm sorry, Nikki. I ain't trying to start no trouble. I'm sorry. She another one with that that cash flow, mm-hmm. man. You know, up there sitting in the private in the private suites. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how they do. That's how her, her and commas do sit in the privacy. Shout out, we see you, James no, no, Willis out no, no, there. No, shit down there Michelle Taylor, we see you out there, Michelle. Appreciate you joining in. But check this, man. You know, a lot of times, you know, you go to the party and you're doing stuff. It's something floating out there right now. Something floating out there right now about um. Uh, a, a guy going, you know, maybe he was going back to homecoming. I don't know where he was going, but he ended up Ooh, that's going a, to... That's a topic in itself. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe he was going back to homecoming, but he ended up going to a strip club and, and his fiance doesn't approve of him going to a strip club. And I'm like, you know, is that a bad thing if you go to a strip club for your bachelor party? I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, I think it's a cool thing if you're on... Your bachelor party and you go into a strip club, man. Did you did you go to a strip club for your bachelor party, bro? Yeah, my father-in-law took me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I actually hey, hey, but slide. I was careful not to do too much. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I kind of felt like it was kind of like a setup. Oh, it was a setup. So I was, yeah, I was smart enough not to do too much. Yeah, it, it was a setup. You know, you know that was a setup. You know that was a setup. But uh, but yeah, man. Like I didn't actually go to a strip club. We had some some shoe models. We had some shoe models come come to the homie house for us where we had the bachelor party. So you know, but you know, all 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 I do, you know, I'm just trying to contribute to the college scholarship fund. Since we talk about homecoming and stuff like that, I'm just trying to contribute to to scholarship funds and help some of these young ladies make it make it through college. That's all. That's all you're trying to so, do is help the future. So is she mad about the bachelor party or she's just mad about the strip club in general? I don't know. I mean, I think she's mad about the strip club. I think she's mad okay. about the strip club. And yeah, Nick- I'm thinking like to your point, like if he, if one of his homeboys hosted at the house and had somebody come through, what's the difference? Would she be okay with that at the house? I think, well, I think she's mad over the strippers, not necessarily the strippers. I don't think she wants, I don't think she thinks that her husband-to-be should be able to see strippers before they get married. I, I don't get that, but, but so you know. So what she thinks her girl's likely... going to have for her? Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah. jumping out that cake. Captain America or some police or some fireman jumping out that dang on cake. If she doesn't go to a strip club herself, because I mean, I went to a right. strip club for one of my birthdays. So, what's the big deal? I guess I don't understand the big deal about it, but I also lived in Atlanta, yeah. which has an assortment of um, of venues. That your, experiment is overrated. That experiment is kind of overrated. But go ahead. I, I what's overrated? The experience of the the the, the gentleman's club in uh, Atlanta. Oh yeah. yeah, depending on where you go, yeah, 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 for sure. We're, we're um, talking about that all there. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just thinking like, what's I don't I guess I'm not following what the issue is. Is it a is it an insecurity thing? Is it a money thing? Like, 
Because if he has his account and he's going to use the money from his account, he can spend all of his money. Well, if it's his bachelor party, he ain't going to be spending no money. He shouldn't. He should. The bachelor yeah. party, yeah. The bachelor party he shouldn't be paying yeah, for nothing. He shouldn't be spending nothing. Right. But you you know what though I I do I do think it's a little bit of an insecurity thing. I think it's an insecurity thing because if you have problems with your husband or your husband to be going to a strip club, you may be worried that maybe he's gonna step out of line and do something, or you you got some some deeper line issues going on. If right. you just if you upset about him seeing a naked woman, I mean, damn, he can't. That means you, you can't never let him watch TV. He can't watch HBO. <laughs> shit, he and he surely can't go right. to the gym. Yeah, he can't. <laughs> hell, hell, broad shit. Walking down the street, some of the stuff, you know, women wearing, you know, just as is, is scandalous and, and scanty as as a strip club. So, you know, so my, the my other thing, thing is, is I think, I think she's I, also coming from an experience of maybe never having been to a strip club because. There is only so much that you can do in the strip club. I mean, so I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, unless yeah, that's the I know there's no, I know there's no champagne in the champagne room, but I don't think his friends giving him that much money. I'm just saying, like from what I've seen at the couple of two, three, maybe four that I've been to, (laughs) you can't. You're not touching. You're not not for That's real, right. real. That's so, it. That's the way it go. We go for the wings. Yep, I go. I go. We, we go to to shoe balling establishments to see the latest in shoe wear that these young uh-huh. women have because everybody knows black men don't cheat. So she should not oh, be okay. worried about that. Black men don't cheat, so she shouldn't be worried about that at all, at all. So. I don't know that that's the thing to be upset about. It's, I think it's something more there. It can't, that can't be the thing and at this, in the year of our Lord, 2023, that this is the thing that you're upset about is uh, adult establishment for entertainment. Like that can't be the thing. It's something else. He's, maybe he's cheated before. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's something else that's leading up to that. It's not just him going to the strip club. It's probably some prior experiences either she's had with him or other prior relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you uh, you know, I, I just, I think, and one thing about strip clubs, you know, I, in, I, I used to enjoy strip clubs a lot more when I was younger, but now, to me, <laughs> to me, I think the only time I, I've been to, I had, only time I've been to a strip club living in Atlanta, you kind of get burnt out on it. And we honestly, yeah, we got burnt out on strip clubs at a way too young of age. We were going to strip clubs way too early to be going to strip clubs. But but the thing is, I only time I'll go to a strip club if somebody from out of town come in town and they hadn't been and then I'll be like, okay, I'll take you. But you know what she doesn't realize is she should be looking at the strip club as a benefit or as an aphrodisiac, you know, they're getting the lady, uh, the, 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 the strippers, uh, the, the shoe models, they're getting the man revved up for her. You know what I'm saying? He, he going to come in the door ready. He going to come in the door ready. So that's, that's what she should be saying. She's going to be looking at Or maybe that's the problem. (laughs) Maybe she don't want him to be ready. (laughs) Hey, 
James Willie just said, if the strip club has us shook, then they're already headed toward divorce. I, I agree, brother. I, I agree. Yeah. If, if you worried about the strip club, you know, Shala just said they had the best wings. Yeah, they do have some good wings. They do. Man, the, the women out, the regular everyday women have have more effect on your husband or boyfriend than the strippers, the ones that he's seeing every day. Those work booze and all that probably. Mm-hmm. But you so, just go to see the shoe models just for a few minutes just to, you know what I'm saying, kick back, whatever. Like Nikki said, she went to the strip club with her husband a few times and, and had a good time. Yeah. You know. Yeah, good. I've done that. I mean, so, and I guess also the mystery to me of, you know, the strip club and the mystery of it all. Like, there are classes. I've taken the class. Like there are other people well, who have taken a little dance pole dancing class. Well, we did. It have, requires a we, lot of work. We did have Jamie on the show. You know, she taught. Um, we had Jamie on the show. If you check our archives, we had a, a show called uh, Pole Dancing, Stripping, or Pole Dance, Pole Aerobics, or Pole. I forgot what the name of it, but we actually brought a pole dance instructor onto the show, and she talked about some of the the benefits. You know, health wise. You know, besides yeah. getting out there, you know, dropping it like it hot, trying to earn some money, you know, it's a way to build up your cardio, way to build up your strength. You know, you see some of these uh, young girls on the pole, man, some of the stuff they did, man, you know, you hanging upside down on that thing, you know, ooh, that's a workout. That's some, that's some hard, that's that's some core work. You hear me? That's a lot of core work. We gonna we and, gonna have to take well, we gonna we gonna have to take Shala. We gonna tell Shala to get off the get off the stream. She talking too much right now. She about to get she about to get her hubby fired. Man, she, he talking too much. Shala, slow down. He talking too much on the <laughs> on the stream. Listen, we are looking for, for real. We are looking for a few ladies that want to um you know teach the y'all uh, or let us. Judge for y'all pole mm-hmm. dancing on the Rip Twenty Eight podcast. If we have any takers, you know where to hit us up at the Rip Twenty Eight podcast. Yeah, make sure you hit. No, us I mean up. we're just throwing it out there. We just, you know, we're good yeah. judges. We will, we will be having our Rip Twenty Eight pole aerobics uh, contest, contest, pole aerobics yes. contest, and you know, for the for the young ladies who, who want to try out for us, you can you can send us your audition tape. You know, you can you can send it to us. Hit us in our inbox. We we would love to, um, you know, see if you make the cut. See, so then see for it. the ladies, would there be a magic mic? Huh? Well, I, I've retired. I've retired, but, but I'm willing to come out of retirement. I'm willing to come out of retirement. Not necessarily and... you. We're talking about others. <laughs> no, it is, it's, it's the RIP 28. Anyone else? It's the RIP 28 podcast. So, you know, I, I'll Wait, be Not necessarily you, per se. Come, hey, girl, I was a moneymaker back in my day. Girl. Taking applications. Day. Uh, so, uh, Magic Mike submissions are also available. I was a moneymaker no, back in my day. Not, not at the RIP 28 podcast. Not I mean, yet. you can send it. You can send it to Cheddar not- at <laughs> <laughs> No, don't even nah. have Rip Twenty Eight podcast. No, we don't. We don't need to go in our inbox. Want us check the inbox? It has something pop up. We don't. We don't want to pop up. Uh, <laughs> we don't need that. No, do not. We we stress. Do not listen. The pop Cheddar at Rip Twenty Eight. Hey, Thank you. We do not condone that. We do not (laughs) encourage. 
We are and not endorsing none of that. We none of that. We not endorse that. So we're telling you now, we will press charges if you sin. <laughs> if you, you said that to the Rip 28 podcast, Chant. we will sue you. El okay, Pre- I got you. El Presidente trying to be funny. Trying, El Presidente sitting up here saying uh, Sly used to strip for nickels. And that is that is very true. That is very true. I used to strip for nickels. But back in the club I called, back in the club I worked in, the nickels were $500. You know, that's what we usually charge for the uh, for my private dancers. We charge the nickels. And it was still for $500, dancer, you know. Dancing you know, for money. Get in there on them, boy. Hey, <laughs> I made that thing happen, man. I made it happen. Y'all crazy, boy. Made it happen. Made that money. And you know what? Hey, One thing I, I'm proud you know to what say. You gotta I, do, Sly? But, Brian, I'm proud to say I say the, the, I made the money. I didn't make the money make me. You, you read my mind. Oh, you didn't let you the money make, make the money. you. Don't let the money make you, buddy. Mm-hmm. From yeah. the five words. From the players, clearly. But, yeah, man, <laughs> you know, just... I just think that that a lot of stuff, man, you, you should, I think sometimes people, people get upset over stuff that they shouldn't be upset over. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you Definitely. people let stuff get to them and it's like, yo, that shouldn't, that shouldn't bother you. That, that shouldn't yeah, that's, bother to you. To me, that's like the last thing. That's one of the very few things, because again, there really is no mystery you know, behind this, like she can learn how to do those moves. She can go with him on a separate occasion. If she wanted to host something at the house for him and be a part of it, like there are all those things. So she can participate in the entertainment if that's her concern. So it's something else. Cause that's just so, like you said, it's the way TV is set up, even commercials, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's wild. Everything. Like you see people, yeah, everything, everything. everywhere. Yep. So what are we really mad about? Well, check this, you know, and she's having problems, you know, with her fiance. But one thing we like to do on the Rip 28 podcast, you know, we answer questions. You know, people email us. You can email us at rip28podcast at gmail. You can hit us on our Instagram, hit us on Twitter, uh, whatever. And we, we will respond to your questions because we did get an email in. And this is the email that we got from a young lady. You know what we do? We blur everything out so we yes. make sure make sure no one gets in trouble or anything. But this young lady has a problem. She says, "Hi guys, I have a dilemma. I am a divorced forty two f, and uh, this probably stands for female, not broad size. Yeah. So I'm a divorced forty two f. I got married really young. I was twenty one and still in college when I got married." I took my husband's name. We didn't work out, but I got a lot accomplished during our marriage. I started a really good real estate firm and established myself in the community. When we divorced, I kept his name. Now, I recently met a guy and I am madly in love with him. He proposed and we plan on getting married soon. The only problem is he wants me to get his last name. Now, he has established himself in our city also. He isn't some scrub leaning <laughs> out the side of his best friend's ride. He thinks, Whoa, he thinks that it is an insult to him if I keep another man's name. I think that I have worked hard to make that name mean something. Can you help us out? We love the show, and we will definitely listen and take your answers to heart. Wow. 
That is that is interesting, man. You know, I guess the sum is man. up, man. First she, off, she ain't ahead. 42, talking about leaning out the side of your bed. She ain't 42. She a little older. But we ain't gonna hold that again. Yeah, she might be. She but might I have. think, man, I ain't marrying no woman that won't take my last name. And definitely, if you ain't got your daddy's last name, ain't no other man name coming in my house. You're talking about marriage? Are you crazy? No, that that that's a big one right there. You know, I'm supposed to be married to you, and you got another man name. Woo! Come nah. on, man. Come on now. Nah, I'm like I'm like uh. Ike Turner, that, that's my daddy name. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can't have that. That's my daddy name. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So nah. is she, so it, So her concern about taking his name is basically like from a business standpoint, you know, she's established herself under X name. And if she takes on his name, so she definitely can't be a hyphenate. It's not like she can take, you know, can't be a hyphenate, can't make that. I mean, I guess she could make it her middle name and have a middle initial, but basically, like, she would have to take on his full last name. So her concern is the business aspect of it. That's what, you know, you read the same letter I read. Yeah, well, is that what y'all are, is that how y'all taking it? Because that's how I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm guessing she's worried that, that, you know, she's established this good real estate business and she doesn't want to... um, she she doesn't want she doesn't want to change her name and lose her clients I guess and all you people in the comments talking about does she have children to share the same name y'all read the same letter I read you know what I'm saying y'all have been asking me questions that but it's ain't a valid letter. question it was a valid question I didn't ask that question but I thought about that like there had to be some motivation for her keeping that name all those years so I'm wondering if she had children and that's why so okay um. I feel like any good business, right? Uh, you have the opportunity to send out communications and say, mm-hmm. hey, my name, you know, going forward, please refer to me as X, or you're going to see a change in, you know, the real estate name or whatever. I don't know if her business name has her ex-husband's name in it, or if she has a different name for that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's an opportunity for her to think about that. But um yeah I think you can you can announce that I mean when people get married and they've had long-standing careers they either keep their name career-wise or change it all and let everybody know and in this case she just doesn't have that flexibility unless she goes back to her maiden name now let's, let's she, break she got she got she got the business off of her skill not off of her last name Correct. The skill is what got her this. So her changing the name, you can sell out, send out a blast. Well, and, check, and, check and this. We email. Get, you crazy. It's a comment. It's a comment that kind of stuck with me. Uh, court and session. She just said, my friend is a doctor. Her practice was under her married name. She re- rebranded after her divorce. It's not that big a deal. Real estate ain't a stage name. Even Beyonce hyphenated her name. STFU with this drama. Now that yeah. is my biggest question. My biggest question right there is <laughs> why when she got that divorce, the moment she got that divorce, she didn't give get rid of her husband's name, her, her ex-husband's name. See, if she would have did that back then, I think that's more appropriate because my thing is, you know, when I got divorced, I took my name with me. You know, she she took everything out, but I took I took my damn name back. You ain't lying. That's my daddy name. 
Like like Sean said, that name got my daddy blood on it. Exactly. That name got my daddy blood on it. You know what I'm saying? For real. So uh, you can't keep my last name after we divorce. Give me that back. <laughs> I can't get nothing else out of it, but I'm gonna get that name back. It so. had to have been the kids. Look, it's we for women. I agree with the comp, you know, I forgot who you said said it, but I completely agree with that. It's not a big deal. It's really not. It's like you can you can go through a whole ex you can communicate, communicate again, and then communicate again that this is this is my name um going forward. And if someone has a question, it's like, well, you know, I got married. So that's my my married name is X, you know, but there had to have been a reason. Either she didn't want to do the paperwork. Cause it's a lot of paperwork to change your name and men, you don't necessarily have to deal with this, but women, we do. It's a lot of paperwork to change your name. So either she didn't want to deal with the paperwork at that time or is a child or children. So that's the only thing I can think see, of as see, to this, why she still has it. That's what I find. That's what I find ridiculous, man. Y'all talking about the child or the children. <laughs> and and Stacy said she didn't change mine because of, because of my kids. What difference does it make? I mean, your kids and your kids have a different name than you do. They still got their daddy name. You know what? I, you know what I'm saying? Their kids still had their daddy name. Your kids know you divorced. Everybody in America know you divorced. So, uh, get rid of the name. Get rid now of the name. You know. Now we're getting into the roles and traditional roles, and the way society continues to you know, um, uh, value these tra traditional roles, the mother is typically the parent that is the most active in the child's school, the teachers. That's not, I'm not saying that's across the board, right? Mm -hmm. But it tends to be that people, teachers, administrators, PTA, they're talking to mothers. So... There are fathers that are involved. There are fathers that help out with like the booster clubs and all that other stuff. There are fathers that are part of PTA. But for the most part, people are used to dealing with a mother that is dropping the child off, picking the child up, doing all the things. So it might be confusing to a teacher. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, man, I think that this, that also has a thing to do with it. This 2020, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We... We, we, this ain't 1960 no more, man. Well, you now. let the world, that's what the world wants it to be. They, they want us to be attached to a man and we can't have bank accounts and our own stuff now. Like we only got access to do that like in the 70s. Like, let's be real. Well, so just saying, that could be a reason. Hey, look I at, agree, she needs to change it. She needs to change, she needs to change to her married name. Stacy said something at the end, and this is this is what Stacy does right here. She says, uh, it's something that really didn't affect me. TBH, I don't know what TBH means. To be honest. Uh, to be honest, I was lazy and didn't feel like don't all that shit. I also talked to work. I also talked to men who aren't threatened by someone else's name or my past. This don't got nothing to do about being threatened by somebody right, else's right. name. Nothing at all. Somebody else's past. You know, if if you marry me, we are together. It is we. It is us. It is us. And you might not. A lot of you modern people might not like it, but God dog it in my household. 
you gonna be Williams. You know what I'm saying? You, you gonna be a Williams, so get used to it. You know what I'm saying? That that come with the deal. That come so with here's the my deal. question. Here's my question. Let's say that this this woman kept her, let's say when she got divorced, she went back to her maiden name and she built her career with her maiden name. She's now met this man. They're getting married. Professionally, she chooses to go by her business name, which is her maiden name. Is she wrong for that? But any, in any other arena, she's Mrs. Such and Such. But in business, she's maiden, maiden I, name. Is I that can a problem? Be, I can bend on that. I can bend on that a little bit. I, I, I will bend on that. You know, as far as her real estate business is, you know, you can keep that name the same, but you signing your name everywhere else, Williams, you know what I'm saying, whatever. I don't know what the dude's last name is, but your your, your official name is, is, is my name, you know? And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Some people go say, oh, Sly, you sexist. Oh, Sly, you, you full of shit. You know, whatever, whatever. That means you just not meant to marry Sly. You know, you meant to there marry somebody else. And for this lady... If this dude is still, if this dude cares, if this dude feels the same way I feel and you don't want to rock with it, that means you don't need to marry him. Mm-hmm. You know, let's just make it real simple. If that's how he feels, don't marry him. Find somebody else. But no, you're 42, picking slim. Nah, it ain't, it ain't the same as it was <laughs> when you were 22. You know what I'm saying? Gravity took over. Clear? Gravity took over clear? a little bit, you know. So hey. gravity takes over from both sides, sir. It's You're right, but it's, it's that, a lot that, different that with on men. Both sides. It's a lot oh, different okay. with men. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not, that, not that different. It's a lot different Uh-oh. with men. Not that different. You you are only limited by the options you present for yourself. And so check this you, out. You limit yourself. So she has options. She won't get a thirty-five year old. She can get thirty-five year old. She won't to. No, my thing is, if you don't have, if 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 you have a, if that man has a problem, if he has a problem with you having another man's name, if you have a, another man's name and he has a problem with it, if you do not think it's a problem and he thinks it's a problem, don't get married. Find somebody else. Find somebody else who doesn't care. Find somebody else who doesn't care. I just disagree with the statement that just because she's 42, that that means she doesn't have any options or that her options are slimmer. I can argue that for- Statistically, they are. Okay, Mm. bro. Like, (laughs) you know what? Shala brought up a good good point. She says maybe they need premarital counseling if they can't talk this out and something, a service that we provide on the rip 28 podcast, we provide premarital counseling. Um, What you need to do, reach out to us and you'll sit down with the uh, members of the rip 28 podcast. (laughs) And we will, you know, we will have a, a zoom meeting. If you're not in, you know, our area, we'll have a zoom meeting and we will sit down and we will listen and talk. Or if you don't trust us, you can always go to Jay Little. Go to Jay Little, somebody who's been on the show. Jay Little has his own uh, counseling uh, service and all of that stuff. 
So yeah, I can go. support that. Yeah. Hey, go hey. to the, <laughs> to the... But if you can't, you know, I don't know how much Jay charges, but you know. Hey, Sly, hold on. Uh, court in session said, let's be real, for the kids, options are slim. Not impossible, but harder. There you go. That's all I'm saying, man. That's it. All right. We assume that she has kids, but she doesn't have kids. But anyway, we're not going to get into all that. Heard. Hear you all. I think we agree, though. She got to change her name or they need to go get premarital college. <laughs> yeah, James Willis. <laughs> Either that name changes. Or we'll be boyfriend and girlfriend for a long time. And and first <laughs> off, true. first off, I want to Shala, I am shocked and appalled at your statement you just put. Talking about you can't be biased and provide premarital counseling slide. First of all, I am the most down the middle straight guy. I will never choose a side. I am, oh God, you know, I'm professional, Shala. And I'm, I, I am insulted. That's what I am. I not only am I insulted, shall I am hurt. I have known LeBron lean back because we might get struck by this lightning. <laughs> might be might bounce off. I I don't want any parts of this. And then she puts or sexes, and I know you're not referring to me. I am not sexist. I believe a woman can do anything she wants to do. A woman All can right. do anything as long as she make my dinner first. She can go and do whatever <laughs> she want to do. You know, because that's so. not sexist at all. So not sexy right. at all. I believe she can do what she wants. What she do? All right. So okay, okay. Damn well, let me while. ask this. Let me ask this. This is just just throwing this out here. What if the roles were reversed? What if she wanted him to take her right. name and that's, say it was her maiden right. name? First off, we don't we don't talk on fictional retarded situations. Okay. That makes absolutely can't no sense. That, word. that makes <laughs> that, that makes absolutely yeah. no sense. You can't sense say the R word. Don't say the R word. You can't oh, say bad. that. We don't <laughs> talk on crazy situations. That makes <laughs> no sense at all. What Just type saying, of there's some men that will take a woman's will take a woman's name. What type of loser? First of all, that ain't no man. That you I'm not taking no woman name. Look here. I'm court, just asking court the question. Just brought up court brought up a good point. Kim Kardashian got married and she hyphenated her last name and she built real money on the Kardashian name. You know what I'm saying? So you want me to take your name? You know, some, some, you know, some chick want me to take her name and you ain't, you know, come on, man, come on. That's, that's ain't no, hey, ain't Chance, no man hey, take, take no woman name. Slide, slide. Chance said that we said that we would take Cobb last name. Uh, well, well Cobb rich no she's a different type of rich than us Cobb a different type of rich than us so, you know, yeah. I would think about it I wouldn't do it but I'll think about it so then y'all just be dating forever <laughs> yeah it go end up your earlier point you be dating forever if she want me to take her last name we gonna it's be boyfriend and girlfriend anyway. forever anyway. you know so hey man hey look look lady I'm just, you know, Cherie may may be a little bit different, but for my opinion, that kind of kind of get everybody's opinion. But my opinion is, take the man last name, take the man last name, and maybe you can flex a little bit with keeping your business name the same, but official documents and everything. Take that man last name, man. That's that man daddy name. 
that man loves you enough. He loves you, desires you, and wants you enough um, to marry you, to marry you. You know, he's living in a society where, let's be honest, it's marriage is, you know, financially, I, you know, marriage is, is, a, is a huge business deal. And he is willing to create a huge <laughs> business deal with you. He wants to spend the rest of his life with you. Take that man name. You know, that's that's my opinion. What about you, bro? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with you, Sly. You gotta take his last name, man. If he's taking the liberty to say you're gonna be his one and only for the rest of his life, take his last name. And I think that would just eliminate more problems. And like you said, you can keep your um your business name. I'll let you keep that. But like you said, official document, you will be known as Mrs. Brown. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't bend on that. I can't bend, and I'm definitely not gonna break on that point. Mm, what about you, Sheree? What says you? Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna round this out. Sis, just if the business name is that important to you and you feel that you are not in a position to go through all of the paperwork and all of the necessary things to change it, fine, but you need to talk to him about that. If this is a deal breaker for him and this is someone you want to be with and you know you want to spend your life with the rest of your life with him, the second half of life, you need to take his name and you need to do all the proper paperwork in all the other areas and you are Mrs. X. Otherwise, I think that, you know, seems like you're at an impasse and maybe that's just not the relationship for the both of you or maybe marriage is not for you. You can date forever. You won't be common law, I guess. But I think it's just worth really thinking about, you know, it's still your talent. If you wanted to change your name to anything else, you could change your name. So um, I really just encourage you to really just think deeply about the reasons why it's so hard for you to let go of that, particularly that relationship that has expired and Mm. um, what's going on there. Well, check this, check this. You know, we're coming up close, man. We're getting close to that time. Hey, I'm Jay Little the owner of Ford Counseling and Consulting. We're a consulting and coaching firm who believes in the TLC method. That's truth, love, and community. So whether coaching corporate or individual clients and giving individual and group counseling, we believe that you can be more than what you are today by finding your truth, love, and community. You can reach us at www.fordcc.net or give us a call at 803 803- Four five seven five four one three. Once again, this is Jay Little, and I'm with Ford Counseling and Consulting. Right about now, you know, every week we like to take a walk down the '90s block. The '90s block. We take something from the '90s. We take something from the '90s, and then we talk about it. And this week, we gonna talk about my favorite singing, not not singing, singing. My favorite singing, non-dancing, one dance move, <laughs> brother, Keith Sweat, the man, That's it. Keith Sweat. In 1996, he came out with a self-titled album called Keith Sweat, and he had two hits on it, Twisted 
and nobody. Twisted and nobody. Which one? Which one do you choose? Twisted was with cut close. Nobody, somebody said. Which one? Which one says you? Start with you, Cheddar. Oh, twisted. Mm, twisted. twisted. Yeah. That was it. That was it. That was it. Twisted. That was a bop, as the kids say. That was a bop. That was it. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed nobody, but twisted with cut clothes? Yes. Absolutely. If I had to choose. Oh, you know what we were supposed to do? We were supposed to, I was supposed to give a breakdown of the album. This album was, uh, it was Keith Sweat, this album, 1996. It was the most successful of Keith Sweat's uh, career. Uh, it debuted at number five. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Big time, let's see. Wow, it, it re-entered the Billboard 200. The most recent was uh, 2011. The man... This was quadruple platinum. That album was four times platinum. Oh, my goodness. Probably because of Twisted. Yeah, and they say both of those singles, Twisted and Nobody, were both certified platinum by the RAA. I knew the album was big, but I didn't know it was quadruple platinum. Man, I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was that big. Uh, Court and Session says... Um, he says, let's admit Keith Sweat can't sing, but he's got amazing producers. Twisted sounds like sounds good because of the real singers on the track. Hey, here's something a lot of people don't know about Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat was actually a producer. He produced a lot of music. And uh, Keith Sweat was actually a, a really good writer, too. Keith Sweat wrote a lot of stuff for a bunch of people. Um, I forgot who he, he wrote a lot of stuff for a bunch of people, man. Um, you know, he ain't no just uh new jack out there, man. Keith Sweat. And then, you know, he was a uh a brokerage, a lucrative brokerage assistant on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange. Wow. I that's right. Yeah. I do remember that, that fun fact coming out about him. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, man. Man, hey. Keith was, hey, Keith was the one, man. Keith, Keith did a lot of stuff, but, but me, but me, I, I, I like nobody. That's my jam. Nobody who can love you like me. Nobody. Oh, man, I, that, that was my one. I like Twisted, but nobody was that jam, boy. That was one of the ones, boy, you get the slow grinding. When the DJ played that one in, uh, what was that? What was that club on um, downtown that was a, uh, you had to go up the stairs. It was right by the state capitol, right by WIS. It was by WIS, uh, the news station. Now Mercedes. Now nah, Mercedes was the one by the. Uh, that's one I say, Mama ran. That was the one by. That was the one by by Frank McGuire Arena. But it was a club. I want to say was it Visions. It might have been Visions, but you had to go upstairs, and it and it was one way in, one way out, death trap, and it was on top <laughs> of sun. But yeah, man, DJ played that one, man. You get the little slow grind going on, man. Nobody was that was it for me. What about what about you, uh, uh bro? Which one? Nobody for me, man. Who can love you? Nobody. Yeah. 
Yeah, I gotta go with nobody, dog. Yeah, I think nobody. That's an nobody easy choice did. for me. James Williams, yeah, it was visions, man. It was visions, man. Y'all don't remember visions, man. It was remember visions. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name of it, man. But it was like a little death trap, boy. It was one way in, one way out, man. Something never happened, boy. Man, and uh, court talking about y'all ready to shout out Judy and Jalen for that fair news coverage. Oh yeah. Oh. Man, <laughs> oh boy, we're live at the fair. For those of you who don't know, uh, WIS is the uh, local NBC affiliate in Columbia, South Carolina, and Judy Gaston is a uh, is a is 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 a a monument in Columbia. She is she is she is the one in Columbia. But uh, I guess the young guy, the street reporter Jalen, he was doing a live a live interview at the fair, and he was testing out one of the. He was testing out one of, one of the uh, hot dogs or whatever. Hot dog, yeah. yeah, at the fair, and he ate it. <laughs> he had that look on his face, you know. He's like, "Yeah, it tastes good." <laughs> but the juice, you know, you know, you know how us black folk do. We got that look in our eye. We like, oh, this ain't really what you want. Shout out to Judy. You know Gaston. why? Because he ate the Polish sausage dog and not the Italian sausage. That Polish sausage is nasty. You have to get the Italian Sasha's dog. That's where he went wrong. Bless his heart. Okay. Well, Judy couldn't stop laughing, though. Judy couldn't <laughs> put it together. Mm -hmm. Stacy talking about that black communication that requires no words. That's exactly what that was. Yeah. That's Everybody exact. understood what was going on at the moment. Mm. But he, he, he was good. He stayed in character and, and pulled it together. But he was like, man, hurry up and cut. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Well, check this, man. It's been another great episode of the RIP 28 podcast. It's a podcast where a few friends get together and we talk about a few things. Some of those things you might like, some of those things you might not like, but we keep on talking about them. Check this out. We got any party shots, man. Shadow, you are guest. What do you want to say before we get out of here? Shadow, shadow. Once again, happy homecoming to everyone, especially my Aggies. I love y'all. And our friends and family of Aggies, you are welcome to the greatest homecoming on earth. So please know that. And also just remember you're loved and, you know, take care of yourself, take breaks, touch some grass from time to time. Like don't let everything get you down. Um, you are important. So just remember that. Love you. There you go. There you go. LBZ, you got anything to say before we get out of here, LBZ? Man, I just want to say take care of your kids, man. We had a uh, kid at my school get hit by a car as he was uh, going to school this week. Damn. So just be careful out there. As the time change, you know, it's going to be a little darker in the mornings. So please take care of these kids and, 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 and be careful out here around these school zones. But on the road, period, man, I want to shout out his family without giving out too much information. So shout out to them, and I'll keep you in my thoughts and my prayers. Hey, man, hey, you know how I like to do at the end, man. I want to take some words where you can learn and get a lesson from these words, you know, and I love to use a, a great Southwest Atlanta, West Savannah poet, Mr. <laughs> Antoine Patton. He came together and he said, stick it together like flour and water to make that slow dough. We work for everything we have 
and going to stick up for each other like we brothers from another mother, kind of like Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Remember, never abandon your partner. Two ingredients can combine to form something much greater. That's what we do on the RIP 28 podcast. We come together <laughs> for, to form something much greater. We'll see you next week on the RIP 28 podcast. I holla. <laughs>